Brandon Ayuk, Mike Evans, Justin Fields, Dak Prescott, whole bunch more of breaking news to break down. This is quite a wild week we're walking into as we head into uh, the beginning part of free agency, just the, the, the franchise tag territory. Will players get tagged? Who won't get tagged? T. Higgins, etc., etc. The Fantasy Football Show. Breaking news show. 8 p.m. Eastern. Monday through Friday show begins right now. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. We've got all kinds of news on screen. I could go back and forth between some of these screens because... Goodness gracious, a lot of this stuff is still going on. Breaking now, still a lot of Jalen Hurts talk. You just saw my Jalen Hurts screen. Uh, A lot of Brandon Ayuk talk. That is still going on. That is still ongoing. That's not a a dead thing. Mike Evans kicks off kind of today's piece of news. Let me read this for you right here. This coming from Bleacher Report. Uh, uh, The Buccaneers had a soft deadline today. To get an extension done with Pro Bowl wide receiver Mike Evans, but both sides remain far apart, sources say. Tampa Bay is set to take a $7.4 million uh, 2024 dead money uh, hit by not getting a deal done today. So maybe we hear something here at the tail end. Talks will continue, but to to my understanding, Evans is trending toward becoming a free agent, barring an unexpected change in discussion. Um, this is uh, this is kind of interesting because it was thought originally that this guy Mike Evans was going to be playing one more season in Tampa, at least one more season with Baker Mayfield, and that Baker and Evans together wanted to be in Tampa and kind of run this thing back. Now everything is about money, and people can say that it's not. Money does define respect, and so th- there's a whole lot of. Let me fix this headline here. There's more than just Fields. Uh, breaking NFL breaking news show. There we go. Um, there are many saying and suggesting that they're so far apart that Mike Evans is like, look, you know, I'll try and do this. I think they will try and bring it back, run it back in Tampa. But the Baker Mayfield franchise tag is likely, but that guy wants to work out a long-term deal as well. And they are sitting here saying, okay, we can't franchise tag Mike Evans because it won't cost 21 mil. It'll cost Mike Evans 28. It'll cost them 28 million to, to franchise tag Mike Evans. So he he's not franchise tagged. This guy has to sign an extension in order to keep Baker happy. And this guy doesn't want to sign an, a, a, a mega deal unless he knows Baker is going to be his quarterback and he gets the bag that he wants. So this is looking more and more like something we didn't anticipate that Mike Evans would be exploring some other uh, 2024 situation. And could it be KC? Could it be, uh, I mean, imagine Mike Evans in Kansas City catching footballs from Patrick Mahomes. Dare I say that there aren't many wide receivers that would be better for Patrick Mahomes. Dare, Dare I say that this wouldn't be the most ideal situation for Mahomes even more than like a handful of better wide receivers, it just so happens that this guy, the way he 
go get a football, the way he operates, the way he navigates the field, it would be crazy to imagine this guy in a Kansas City Chief uniform. It would be unreal. He would he would be so much better than some other players that are better than him skill set wise in this situation, catching from Patrick Mahomes. I could just see Mahomes lobbing up twelve to fifteen touchdowns to, to Mike Evans in in what would probably be his last final elite season. Um if he went somewhere where there wasn't as potent of a, a passing attack or a quarterback that I trust as much, there could be a drop-off for Mike Evans this upcoming season. Ziggy, how old is Mike Evans? Mike Evans is 30 years old. 30 years old. on August 21st, 1993. Okay, so August, he turns 31. He turns 31. That's not good. That's not good, people. <laughs> you don't want to be 31 years old and a wide receiver in the NFL. But KC would extend his life another year. It just would. There's certain situations that would extend life. Um, Derrick Henry is one of those players that if he was getting drafted in the second round, I'd say run for the hills because he's just, even though he's defied logic for two straight years, Derrick Henry. Ziggy, how old is Derrick Henry? Ziggy, how old is Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry is 30 years old and was born on January 4th, 1994. Yeah, January. So he, he just turned 30. He'll play 30 uh, during this season. This is a tough year to be a 30-year-old running back for Derrick Henry, but in a good spot like Dallas or Baltimore, and we'll talk about that in a second, Baltimore or Dallas could revive him one more time, could, could have him on the field dropping 10, 15 touchdowns um, for these 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 situations and in these situations alone, Derrick Henry stayed in Tennessee, probably flop, probably flop by midseason. Could look good out of the gate in Week One. Could look good for the first month of football, month and a half of football, but he would wear down. They would they would drive him into the ground. Maybe he needs to go somewhere where the where they will throw to him because Derrick Henry's a better receiving back than I think we really realize. I think some of us realize that, but then we've really come to know. He could pull in passes if they threw it to him. So maybe Derrick Henry doesn't run for 1,400 yards in Dallas. Maybe Derrick Henry doesn't run for even 1,200 yards in a Baltimore Ravens uniform. But maybe he runs for 900 to 1,000 even on a eight on a you know 18-game season. There is a possibility he could have 1,000 yards, not a big number, and have 12 to 15 total touchdowns and pull in a lot of receptions more than normal, even though he's supposed to be tailing off. 30-year-old Derrick Henry is not a great investment unless it's in the fourth round, which is where he's going on underdog fantasy. So you might be confused. Uh, Link is being dropped in the live chat as we speak. Underdog fantasy, promo code SMITTY. They'll double your first deposit up to $100 by just using that link I've just dropped in the live chat. And also make sure um, make sure you, uh, if you're watching the replay of the video, you hit the link in the description of the video. Um, but the link will insert code Smitty for you. On Underdog Fantasy, Derrick Henry is a fourth-round pick. Uh, Clark has become a YouTube-exclusive member. Clark, appreciate you. Clark, appreciate you, Clark. Um, what are we saying here? What are we saying here before Clark... Absolutely phenomenally interrupted the show with his YouTube exclusive membership. Clark? Clark? C Mac, my boy C Mac. 
You guys know my boy C-Mac. Bang, bang, Niner gang, he says. Coming in with the $5 holler. C-Mac, you, you get a boss horn toot. We've got a little bit of a dilemma here. I've had several people come to me and say, Smitty, this boss horn is amazing. It's phenomenal. And I've had a handful of people come to me. Not 100 or 200, like, literally like five or six in the comments. But like all in a row that says, Smitty, this boss horn is out of control. I'm trying to sleep, having you tuck me in at night when I listen to the show replay. Um, Smitty, I'm sitting with my wife at dinner with the family and I got the show on and all of a sudden this horn goes off. Hey, Smitty, I'm, you know, I'm at work watching. Like, can I get a vote? Are, are these a bunch of Karens that are worried about this boss horn thing? Or are we doing it live going forward with the boss horn or are we dialing it back? I just want to know, quite honestly, is it a good addition to the show? Is it something that gets in the way? It does seem like we have a few boss horn, you know, Henry's and Karen's that potentially we got uh, mad. What What's this guy doing? Mad Reagan dropped 50 gifted memberships. We got a boss horn this out. We got a boss horn this out. Where's my... Can we get a vote, though? I gotta mute that as 50 gifted memberships rolling. Uh, Reagan, come on, bro. C-Mac coming in with the $5 hauler. Reagan coming in with the freaking 50 gifted memberships. Clark became a member. Can I please get a vote? Is the boss horn a problem? Is it a problem or not? Superfish says honk honk. Is there a way to maybe minimize the boss horn volume slightly? Maybe I'll lower the volume. Maybe I'll try this. Let's see if I can do it. Alert. Super chat alert. Alert. Super chat alert. So we're on this mic right here. Test, test, test. Okay, you guys can hear me good, right? Um, I'm going to lower this volume down to the absolute minimum that I can put it. I'm talking right into it. I've got half volume. Okay, so if I move that mic over there and I boss horn this out, tell me, are we going to be a bunch of carriers about this or is this an absolute, you know, no go on the show? Here's the boss horn. This goes out to C Mac. Don't censor the boss horn, says Bill the Tickler. Bill ain't happy about the boss horn uh, censorship idea. Uh, Reagan, appreciate you. Uh, Reagan, Regan, I don't know if I'm saying that right. I apologize. Uh, Travis says, no, I'm, I think, too, censoring the boss horn. That's too low. Smitty, do not lower the volume. Smitty, do not lower the volume. Lower the volume is cool. No boss horn, says Antonio. Antonio says, no boss horn. Antonio, call into the show. I need the, I need the no boss horn perspective. I'm not super mad at you or anything like that. I don't know if the... Everybody's going to be upset. Turn down for what? Always loud. Love it. That's perfect. 
No boss horn, says Antonio. Antonio is the only person that says no boss horn. Antonio, please call into the show. I need to I need to figure out, uh, I need to talk to a no boss horn perspective. I need to hear your story. And, and, and you might get a little bit of heat in the chat. I can't control that, but I'm going to try and have everybody kind of tame themselves. Um, we got 100 people in here. 38 thumbs up. Please hit the thumb up button. Keep the mother freaking boss horn honk it, says C-Mac. I agree with you, C-Mac. Uh, Thomas says keep the boss horn. The boss horn is fine, says DeBalt. No horn, says E-R-A. I'll quit watching. No horn. Hold on. <laughs> I, I I don't know if e, if if ERA is <laughs> I don't know if ERA is joking or not. ERA, call in and give us your perspective, please. I need to know why you're gonna quit watching if the boss horn continues. But that's why I'm bringing this up. Is I've had about five to six, seven people. Some might call him a Karen. Some might call him just a concerned citizen that have in the comments said, "Look, I love your show. This is just a little piece of advice. I think the boss horn's got to go." Because it makes it hard for me to watch you it for a, as an earpiece user, as an earpiece you know watcher of the show. Never thought I'd see the day that Smitty would turn down um, for these. <laughs> he says Travis. Travis, I gotta try and test out different volumes. It's not that I'm muting it or taking it off. Uh, Grizzly dropped a super chat right here. Thank you, Mad Reagan, for dropping fifty gifted memberships. Those are still filing in. Grizzly says Boss Horn is. Uh, obnoxious in the headphones in the truck with the with the system still makes me smile though can we replace it with the uh, uh, star no no grizzly grizzly slimes appreciate you you see what I'm saying there are some people that are, that have a real problem with it they have a real problem with it and and I'm not uh, the horn haters are the ones who don't believe uh, in the tripod or process okay yeah I, I i agree with you okay hold on someone call someone call in i want a boss horn an anti-boss horn and a boss horn advocate i need two of you on the phone we need to have a fantasy football court session here on if the boss horn is going to remain so please call in fantasy football court uh is underway Here we are. Here we are. I got to mute <laughs> these 50 gifted memberships coming in. All right, I'm waiting for two phone callers. We're going to take this and do it live. Uh, caller uh, uh, 217, where are you calling from and what is your name, pal? From Illinois, my name is Dave. Dave from Illinois. Are you an anti-boss horn person? Oh, man, I have to say I am. It's only because a lot of the times when I listen to the videos, I'm in the shower, it's early in the morning, wife, kids sleep, and then that thing comes on. It's just like, no, I can't stop it. <laughs> uh, okay, so I've got Travis on the line. Travis is clearly a boss horn uh, advocate. Okay, so I have two people on the phone. Uh, you've got, I'm going to give you uh, 30 seconds to make your case, Dave. I, I would say you probably need a stronger case than that. Um, but let's go ahead and give you 30 seconds. The floor is yours. Um, go ahead. You've got it. Go fantasy football court in session. Here is the prosecution. You are up 30 seconds, pal. All right. For my wife and kids sake, 
I would I would agree and negotiate to keep the horn if there could be some sort of signal that I can get my ass out of the shower and go hit pause before that thing comes on. Okay. And in the, in the you rest your case? Do you have any witnesses or any, any uh, recross examination of, of your examination? Wife, I don't think you, she would be more anti. Okay. Okay. Your wife, you, your wife want to weigh in on this or what? No, no we don't no. want her to weigh in. Okay. Is her name Karen by chance? Close. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Hang, hang tight, Dave from Illinois, anti boss horn advocate. Um, Okay, let's go over to Travis Rowe, who is who is the uh, representing attorney for the Boss Horn. Travis, you have um, because this court is corrupt, and uh, you know we do things differently than other people. You got forty five seconds. Uh, go ahead. I mean, just live by the saying, "No half measures." You don't go halfway on things like that. And um, anyone who's complained, I haven't seen many people outwardly complain about it if you bring it up they say something or once in a while you might hear something but it's just overwhelming when people like it you know and i mean i i respect the shower time but that's like 15 minutes out of your life at the most you can watch it any other time you know without yeah. me being rude yeah so thank you c-mac c-mac says you can't name another fantasy show or show c-mac for that matter that has the interaction uh, Smitty is goaded. Thank you. Um, I think, uh, your, your first witness might be perps. Um, and perps is going to come in and give some testimony real quick. Here's what perps has to say. Perps 14. While Dave, you've changed. While Dave, Dave, you've changed. Dave, what do you, what is your response to perps is you've changed Dave. And, and I, I believe what Perps's translation is maybe grow a sack while we're in the shower scrubbing away. Um, but Dave, I, I, I will say I understand where maybe you're coming from. Uh, but at the same time, is that anybody else's problem? I guess is what, the the, uh, cross-examination would probably, uh, leave I would throw my argument. You what? I mean, there's, there's a, I would throw my argument. You withdraw your argument? Right. I'll draw my argument, gentlemen. I will grow a sack. <laughs> Dave, Dave is Dave has decided to to buck up, and he's no longer prosecuting this case. Do we have another boss horn? Do we have another boss horn anti boss horn caller that would like to come and take over this case? This Dave, Dave has left the 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 council team, jumped over onto our side, <laughs> and now we have nobody prosecuting this case. I need somebody that's anti boss horn to. Figure out a way to get the courage to call in and try and tell us why the boss horn is a problem. Because I can't in good conscience take this thing out if I don't have good, sound arguments against it. For anyone who's saying... Sound argument is a perfect one. $20 holler is a signal. Yeah, yeah, that's true. 10 or 15 seconds. Yeah, Dave, when you're in there scrubbing and you you hear Smitty go, Oh, Bob, with a $20 holler! Isn't that your signal to drop the soap, grab the towel, half wrap, scoot on out, drip water all over the place, and knock the phone to the side, or or or, or I don't know. And, and I guess my my bigger question, Dave, is did that volume turn down that I do help at all? Like I people got mad at me. No, for turning there's the, nothing. There's nothing that the volume changed. It, it's going to be ridiculous no matter what. But 
Well, hold on, hold on. Let, 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 let me do a test. Hey, for all for all of the Karens in the shower right now, I'm going to fire this off at normal volume, okay? Can everybody be prepared? Can you let all of your significant others know we're about to fire off the boss horn at normal volume? Here it is. I Look, I'll be honest with you. I saw a big red line on my audio. Like, that thing looked like it was about to burst. I think my screen's bleeding. If I go over to the other microphone, which I have minimized to the lowest degree I can minimize on the actual mic itself without adjusting settings in my system. So here, here is the volume now. Tell me if this is a problem. Alert. Super chat. I got to say, like looking at the levels, that is a significant drop. Instead of redlining, it's literally the sound of my volume of my, the, the yellow, I'm hitting yellow volume right now when I raise my voice and I get excited. And that's about where the boss horn was. So, so can I get, can I re-ask the question? Dave, you don't have to just say yes, because you feel pressured right now. You've already jumped off the prosecution case due to peer pressure. And now I don't want you to just say yes on this one. Did it sound like a lesser volume to you? You know, it didn't really sound like that much of a difference. Like it's good. It's gonna wake my wife up. Period. She's just gonna have to deal with it. Alert. Super. <laughs> yes, sir. Mike, are you are you sitting behind me at a traffic light right now? What's going on? I don't know. I'm just not sure. Look, I I hate to say this. Okay, I hate to say this. I, I, first of all, I hate to admit that I even considered taking the boss horn away, not away, but like asking this question. I hate to say I even admitted that. Um, but at the same time, it's like if someone, no offense, Dave, this is not for you. I, I get it. I don't want to lose an avid listener or follower. I don't, I don't, I, it's not my goal. That'd be stupid business. But I also, you got to look at it from my perspective. There are eight or nine people or no maybe maybe i'd say 25 people out of 27 that's a that's a high number too though 25 out of 27 that love this thing and that would be upset at me that might stop watching me if i just took the boss horn away because somebody was bathing and was like hey man when i'm (laughs) when i'm in the shower and i'm scrubbing this thing can't go off it's not good for my morning routine. It's not like I might lose more people resorting to that kind of behavior than firing off the boss horn. Also, I venture to say if somebody stops watching my channel because I fire a horn off, they probably are not that big of a fan anyway. They're probably somebody that hates all my takes. They're probably somebody that rarely watches. Now, I might be wrong, Dave, because you sound like an avid an avid listener. But you don't sound like somebody's gonna walk away over it though, right? So that's why I don't I don't know that I'm that's gonna good. drive you away. And I and I and I am worried about that's the quality of my night. I'm sorry, go ahead, Dave. That's why I listen at night now and not in the morning. <laughs> so it does affect you. It does affect you. I and I hate that. I do hate that, but at the same time it's like how many more people like look at from my perspective, how many more people enjoy this channel? Like C Mac said, what channel what show does this kind of stuff? Nobody. So how many more people am I going to gain by doing it than not doing it and saving, you know, a lesser amount of people than I'm, than I'm actually gaining? Uh, they're allergic to sunlight, says C-Mac. <laughs> Let's go to Tom real quick. Tom, are you a witness for the prosecution against the boss horn or are you uh, part of the defense team? 
Tom, Tom, call back in. You must have got disconnected. Tom, dial in again. Tom was trying to get in. He couldn't get in. We tried to swear him in in time. It did not happen. Can I go over to Slime? Slime is on hold right now. Slime, I assume you are part of the... I don't know what you are, because you said that it was it was loud, but you said that you were willing to put up with it, right? Uh, I don't know, man. What do you think? You get more people by doing it or less people by doing it? I love the $20 super chat. That's super catchy. Um, I do notice that, you know, I'm, I'm listening at higher volumes with bass. So even when I listen to you on the truck with the system and stuff, I got to turn it down because there's some bass. And, you know, when we get hype, it gets loud. But uh, I, I'm, I'm against the horn, man. Like, did you get sick of picking up the hundreds out of the money gun? <laughs> the money gun was money. No, like, no pun intended. Well, the, the money gun um, broke after, like, uh, three days of using it because we, we would use it so much. But... I, I I honestly feel like I hear a lot, not a lot, but I hear a handful of people saying this. So it makes me concerned for my product. You know, I'm going to have this conversation. That's why we're here doing fantasy football court on the boss horn. Um, I mean, me in the shower has no effect on you blowing a horn or not. That's for sure. So okay, I'm going to take that argument out. Dave. Um, but uh, I... I don't know. It's like, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm just me, man. I can't say whatever. Let, let like, me I add, think it's more obnoxious than it is beneficial. Like, I've heard I, a few people. I, I don't, I don't see a, a, a super uh, pro out of it. Okay, um, but, but everybody, people, but everybody in the uh, chat, a majority, ninety percent, if not ninety-five percent of the chat, is saying the the boss horn's a staple. It stays. Come on, why? So how is it not beneficial? Is my argument. And for everybody on the phone right now, this is slime. Slime's the one with the bird. Slime's the bird is my biggest fan. So I kind of need to listen a little bit to look what slime's saying. At least I'm not saying I'm going to decide off what slime says, but slime's bird is my biggest fan. I don't know if does the bird have a problem with the horn. Uh, he hasn't said anything to me about it, but um... <laughs> I don't know, he, he, Slime. He kinda... Slime, you're giving us something to think about, but I mean, can I get somebody else and, to and call you know in? I'm no hater, bro. You, you know, I'm no hater. I love the show. I listen that's why the time. I'm like, you know, you're yeah. That's why I'm taking what you're saying Just, seriously you because you are not a hater. I can tell you, Slime is a goat. Slime is a goat. I don't want any negative comments on Slime. His bird is my biggest fan. His bird watches every show of mine. Bird hasn't complained. Slime's complained. The bird hasn't, I might add. But Slime, I, I so take I you... Go ahead. I respect I respect, I respect. respect Slime, too. And so I have a question. Maybe pose it to the audience. Like you said, is it, is it obnoxious or not? See how many people in the chat think it's obnoxious. Like, that works. Because if there's a bunch of people that say it's obnoxious, and you know it's so good. I don't think you'll get that, but I think it's a it's a reasonable question to ask. Okay, can, can I please get a, a, a consensus, thumbs up or thumbs down, a yes or a no? If you can't, you know, if you're in the shower right now and you can't necessarily, you know, type <laughs> uh, find find the thumb up emoji, hit hit type yes, yes or thumbs up or no or thumb down. Does the boss horn need to stay? And and let's just take a little gander at how much of an impact it would have to take it away. I don't think anybody would unfollow me or stop watching me if I took the boss horn away. I'll at least admit that, okay? But I think someone might, a couple might lose respect for me in the morning. But I would I would definitely say that we might gain more people than we lose 
by having the antics that this show is really designed around and created from. You know what I mean? Like Howard Can Stern, like, let me give you an example. Like I, I Howard Stern's a big, you know, pioneer of radio talk, you know, talk radio, humor, um, pushing the boundaries, having an entertaining show, entertainment. He's like, I would say he's one of the kings of entertainment. And do you know how many people would have come in and said, hey, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. It makes it hard to watch your show. I can't listen to it with my family around. And he said, I don't really care. Because this is who I am. This is what the show represents. And I have a very, very strong conviction that the majority of the people watching want it. And the people that have not found the show yet could gravitate toward this more than somebody just stumbling upon uh, Rick and Steven, Excel Sheet Eric, doing their Tribox fantasy show where they don't talk to their audience at all. And their audience asks questions and they just watch three dudes, monotone dudes, talk about Thanksgiving in the first 15 minutes of the show and everyone's like, I'm here for fantasy. These boring ass dudes are talking about their Thanksgiving dinner and turkey recipe and I just don't really go that way. Uh, so let's see Let's see real quickly. Uh, ditch the bird. <laughs> see, Mac. No. No, no, no. We love, we love the bird. Okay, so let me let, let me just read off real quick. Thumb up, thumb up, thumb up. I don't know, sis Theo. Woo, Theo, you might need to call in. You're on the fence. Mm. I don't know if I like that answer, Theo. I want to I want to hear from you. Uh, Horn certified, Superfish, thumbs up. Joe, thumb up, thumb up. Yes, thumb up, thumb up. Uh, Boss Horn. My pronouns are Boss Horn, says Space Ricky. Brandon, thumb up, thumb up. Keep it uh, till you negotiate. Uh, let's see here. Uh, thumb up, Mike. I, I don't see any thumbs down. I mean, people might be afraid to say it. Like that, I'll admit that. But I need an anti-boss horn person to call in, and another pro, pro boss horn person to call in. We need more people. Uh, Will Taylor had a, had a good uh, had a good had a good comment. He said it's part of the fabric of the show. I think that's a good way to put it. Yeah, and and, and does is this really like seriously? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do two toots. Everybody, here comes the boss horn toot. I'm going to do one on this mic, and I'm going to switch mics and do it on the other. Travis, tell me how the volume's different. Ready? Here's the one on the... Everybody plug your ears if, if, if you're sensitive. Okay, that's the that's no no volume down. Okay, Travis, how loud am I when I talk right now? Am I pretty far away? Travis, can you hear me? Travis? Sounds the same. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, Sorry, I was on mute. How far away do I sound when I'm talking to you right now? Is the volume the you, you sound all right. I, I'm not sure how it would sound over the uh, okay. let the me, YouTube. Let me, you know, let me I'm try, on the phone. Let me, try, so. let me try one thing on this and let me move the... Now you're far away. I'm far away now? Yeah. Not, not real far. I can tell you're standing away from the mic. But. Okay, ready? Here's here's not lowered. Here's lowered. Is it significant? Look, significantly low or no? Same exact thing. Over the phone. 
over the phone, it's pretty close. So I, I don't know. Let me, let me mute it and listen, listen to the street. Barely, I barely hear you, Mr. TD. <laughs> barely, barely hears, barely hears the moss, the boss horn. Smitty, I'm sure the majority of your anti-boss horn complainers are keyboard warriors and don't even subscribe or participate. Uh, not necessarily true because Slime is uh, diehard. He is like Slime's here representing the people that don't have a voice that are afraid to say anything in the chat because they don't want to get blasted. Which I understand. If you listen, if you listen to the stream, it's. I mean, you can tell the difference. But what I would also argue is that the difference to someone that thinks it loud, thinks it's loud, isn't going to be that much of a difference whether you do it low or high. It's it's still a loud noise. Like, okay, let me hold on one second. Gonna, you know, do, do I? Right now? Yeah. No, I mean, you sound about the same. It's, it's definitely louder over the phone. To, to the point where I think it should help. If it can't, it can't. Uh, can you try to blow my eardrum out? No, Joe, I don't, I don't really feel like doing that. <sighs> I don't know. Can Keep I put the... a defense, uh, another defense statement in here? Yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go for it. All right, you're sit. You're. I'm from New England originally. I live out in Colorado now. But you're sitting in traffic, and some jerk behind you. The light just turns green. One second, the guy's tooting the horn behind you. Does that make you happy, or does that make you feel a type of way? Well, I would say that you're it. Let's say. Show you're not in traffic. I would say that if you need to honk at someone without your little, I might be your in little. Traffic listening to the show, though. Right, right. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, think think about it from this perspective. You've got your itty bitty horn. Right, and you need me to to come in and swing hard and and drop a big horn sound. Uh, you just drop a twenty dollar holler. I'll hold hold it down as long as you need. Can we make it for that. something more significant so it's used less? Twenty dollar. I mean, look, twenty dollar haulers are are they're pretty big. You know, twenty dollar haulers don't just come around every every like two minutes or every minute. Uh, now, granted, it depends if purposes in the live stream. Um, it also depends on what time of year. I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I don't think we can fire the boss horn. This is not to do with the complaining. This is has to do with just logic and, and reason. If we're sitting there in August and we have multiple in a row, it's going to be hard to fire it off and go through all the super chats. So we may, we may have to readdress it during the season for practicality reasons, not because of, of sensitive ears. Yeah. But... I, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm open to a $50 hauler if the chat agree, but I think the chat doesn't want that. I think the chat is upset. Um, I think the chat majority, 95% of people are like, this is ridiculous. Uh, slime. I think I'm going to rule against the banning of the boss horn and we'll have to watch the comments. I, again, you know, purpose makes a good point. I don't know if purpose is available to call in. Purpose makes a good point aside from slime who I really, really appreciate and uh, uh, nobody gives slime any a hard time, please. Um, I would say, uh, aside from slime, any comment that's negative is not from a regular. However, you could argue that a regular is scared to say something because they don't want to offend me or something. Not scared like that I'll, you know, yell at them, but just scared that like they'll offend me. Um, <laughs> C Max, <laughs> C Max says, blast that motherfucking horn. <laughs> Alert. Super chat alert. <laughs>
<laughs> okay, so uh -oh. that was kind of out of no. That was kind of out of nowhere. That was kind of out of nowhere. Can I ask someone if they want to unfollow now? If somebody say screw it, I'm out of here. I, I want to know. Is there anybody? And it's okay if you say it. It's okay if you say it. That horn got my wife pregnant, says Jason. I, look, I don't. I just want to hear an honest person. You don't have to necessarily leave yet, but tell me, are you about ready to leave the show because of the horn? We got another twenty dollars super chat, says Jake. Jake. He says, "Fire it." Alert! Super chat alert. Now, slime, slime. I, I got to ask you, slime. Is the the tiny toots better than the long toots? I mean, that's, I keep going back to the traffic light like I'm looking at you in the rearview mirror here. I think that the little two yeah. is the polite one. I think when something is going hard or going ham, a big prediction, then, yeah, let's fire that thing and, like, blow eardrums out for sure, blow my speakers out. But, like, just the uh, – honestly, Smitty, you know, I love you, brother. Do whatever you got to do. This is your show. Uh, you know, you're building this thing up. You're getting followers every day. Like, Losing followers it's cool every day. cool that you interact with us like this. And give us the opportunity to express how we feel, but mm -hmm. I feel you need an advocate in this one, or you know, the, the devil's advocate in this one. So whatever, I'll I'll be the bad guy tonight. Point your fingers. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, slime. I appreciate you. I'm sorry about about how this Not is causing problems. I will say, if your bird doesn't have a problem with it, maybe there ain't a problem. Oh, but he he actually said he he would prefer more bag rustling than <laughs> bag. He likes <laughs> ASMR. Let me show you. Let me show you the ASMR I provide. Hold on, let me get close to him so he he gets this call. <laughs> That's my ASMR. Uh, you know, I should go live on TikTok for like an hour doing horn ASMR. I love doing toots, says Lupo. I, look, I got to say, I don't, I understand later on there's going to be somebody that that comes into the comments and says, that is obnoxious. He was right. I don't want to watch this channel. It makes it unbearable. I've seen that comment before. I respect it to a degree, <laughs> not fully, but like I've seen the comment, hey, this is just to help you. I just want you to know it makes it unbearable. It makes it hard to watch at work. There are some scenarios where it might not fit someone's day. And I hate that. I do. I truly hate that. But at the same time, like what would you have done if you went to Howard Stern and said, Howard Stern, don't do this. Don't do that. Would he have grown to the to the height that he grew because he tried to cater and pander to the the majority instead of to who he was and the people that, that maybe would have grown his channel even bigger and, and stronger, which it did. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, it's a, it's a tough dilemma. I think today there was not enough evidence though, slime to overturn the horn tooting that goes on on this channel. If you had come in strong and said, Hey, look, you know, you sent my wife into pregnancy and, and we're at the hospital right now and we're having, you know, triplets instead of twins. Now it, it's all coming unraveling then I would have potentially said we got to look at this. But I've, I've received no evidence whatsoever to overturn the horn. I did lower the volume in accordance to the sound laws uh, of, of Article 2755. But 
that's even that's louder than the horn. This is louder than the horn. This is redlining my sound. Is that loud? Maybe it is. I'm doing yeah. it right next. I'm doing it right next to the mic. <laughs> All right. Okay, we got to go back to the news. Somehow we got sidetracked. Uh, appreciate you, Slime, for calling in. You know you're my boy. Nobody gives Slime a tough time. He's a goat on here. Appreciate you being the anti-horn. Uh, I don't, I'm here for the fun, man. Th- thanks for being an anti-tutor. We'll see you later. Later. Uh, Travis, anything else before I go back to the news? And then you can call back in if you got anything else. No, I, I'll call back in. I uh, I just want to note that I have my, my first win as a lawyer. First, yeah, that is your first. Uh, Travis Rowe, <laughs> successful prosecuting attorney or defense attorney. Yeah, nowhere to find me. Tra- Travis, if anybody needs Travis's services, yeah. he can negotiate, defend you. Go look him up. Travis Rowe. Yep, I don't charge until, attorney I, I at don't charge until they get the win. All right, <laughs> later, Travis. Call back. All right, uh, C-Mac says, I spent my lunch money for tomorrow on the horn. That's how good it is. Um, you're going to slim down, too. This horn will keep you in shape. You start dropping lunch money to get a horn toot, you'll be losing weight before you know it. Um, it's saving lives. Celebrating a super chat, not telling you to drive your car. Perspective is everything. Thank you. Uh, appreciate you. Uh, Mad Reagan, appreciate you for dropping 50 gifted memberships. Re- is it Regan. Regan, it might be Regan, Mad Regan. Appreciate you. Um, I, ERA I didn't call in. ERA said no horn. I'll quit watching. I think we lost somebody today. Um, let's uh, let's give a standing ovation for. Uh, well, who is that? We'll miss you. We'll miss you. We 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 hope you reconsider. But it looks like we lost a a, a soldier today. Uh, back to the news. Uh, $2 hauler, Smitty, when you're going live from your new backyard. I need to do that. We need to do that. Maybe tonight we'll do a Dynasty show or some sort of show back there. Thank you for the super chat. Thank you for reminding me as well. All right, guys, back to the news. Where were we? Where were we? Um, music? Where's the music? There. Um, okay. How far are we into the show? 42 minutes in. We've barely done any news. Derek Henry, uh, this news right here. Um, Robert Griffin III says, Derek Henry plays with physicality like the boss horn. He's relentless like the boss horn. In is And his, prepare, uh, his preparation and his clear passion to get over the hump to play for a championship. There's only one place for him to go. Derrick Henry should be a Baltimore Raven because he already plays like a Baltimore Raven. That is from Robert Griffin III, and and he's definitely a candidate to go to the Baltimore Ravens, Derrick Henry. I think Derrick Henry, when we look at the running back free agency landing spot board, we, we kind of call us the Barkley board, the Henry board, the Josh Jacobs board. You've got some of the best landing spots that we could come up with. Houston. Baltimore, uh, Dallas. I really think Derrick Henry and Dallas makes a lot of sense. Um, I think Baltimore makes a lot of sense. These two teams make the most sense for Derrick Henry. Barkley makes more sense for Houston and LAC. And you might be asking, Smitty, uh, why is that? Smitty, what, what is it that makes you say such a thing? <laughs> oh, God, Smitty, that was loud. Um, the reason I'd say that is these two teams are fighting for their, the coaches are fighting for their life, right? 
Um, I mean, I'm not uh, Harbaugh's not on the hot seat necessarily, but like they didn't execute and they were expected to. Baltimore crapped the bed. And so they're not as worried, I think, long-term about the running back position as much as they are. Their window's here. They should have went deeper into the playoffs and didn't. And what is the piece, even if it's temporary, a stopgap measure that could get us over the hump? It's Derrick Henry for the reasons Robert Griffin III just said. And again, I don't know that I love Derrick Henry in the second round or anything, but in underdog drafts right now, he's going round four. I love that. In Baltimore, I love that. Dallas, same thing. McCarthy's kind of on the hot seat. If McCarthy craps the bed, he's gone. They bring in Bill Belichick. They do something different. He doesn't need to worry about longevity of Barkley, longevity of Josh Jacobs. He's worried about how do I ground and pound in 2024? And the answer is Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry fits the bill for these two landing spots better than these two. Um, so we'll see what happens. Charles with a $2 holler. Smitty, when are you going live? For oh, that's that's old. Thank you, Charles. Appreciate your super chat. Charles, the man, the myth, the legend. Jake, thank you for the $20 holler. C-Mac, thank you for the $20 holler and the five and the $5 holler. C-Mac, I'll hit you back on... I need to give you a badge on, on Instagram to make up for some of that. Uh, appreciate you. C-Mac. C-Mac, my boy. Go follow... Hey, can we go follow C-Mac, by the way? Um, on, on Instagram, this guy has a lot of controversial topics. If you like the boss horn, you're going to like his topics, his, his posts. He's kind of all over the place, like in a good way. This guy, this guy definitely, he makes waves. Ayuk is about to be cheaper this season once he extends. That is a definite possibility, right? That if, if you could maybe do a lot of upfront money, signing bonus, um, kick the problem down the road. It actually could free up some cash. And so this would be, C-Mac, if you're able to call in, I would love to ask you, why is the Niner way, this whole way of waiting till August, not overlooked for this situation? If you could free up money by extending him and make it easier on your offseason, why are you going to stick to the Niner way? I don't understand this Niner way. To be frank, it sounds a lot like an anti-boss horn tutor is what it sounds like to me, this Niner way of extending players in August. Let's wait. Let's wait until August when we can save money and, and, and get a whole lot more done. Protect Brock Purdy. Improve the offensive line. This is what they did with Debo. They did this with Debo, and it was a problem. It was a big problem. Uh, thank you, C-Mac. Appreciate you. Again, please go follow C-Mac. His, his Instagram is C-Mac's. 49er fire C max with an S C max 49er fire. And it literally is content is half the time on fire. Um, you be the judge as to whether it offends you or not, because that's how C Mac rolls. And that's why he loves the boss horn. He gravitates to the boss horn like no other. Uh, Travis has followed C Mac. Go follow C Mac. Appreciate you. Um, what I miss. I quit the show for five minutes and couldn't hold out any longer. Says Antonio Antonio. Glad to have you back. Antonio's back. He said, the boss horn's got to go or I'm out. We called this bluff. Antonio's back. Ayuk, this is what uh, Sauce Gardner had to say. This one's a little weird, to be honest with you. Ayuk is one wide receiver I see who gets open the majority of the game but doesn't get thrown the ball. And he can win in contested situations. So if he's not wide open... I, I, the, the part I don't understand about this is like he had, didn't he have 1,400 yards? 
<laughs> like it was just, it was like it was clearly he was misused in the Super Bowl. Um, but I don't know if I'd go as far as to say he was not throwing the ball and always wide out. It like fourteen hundred yards. He had a big year. I have a feeling that this guy look at look at this man's face. I have a feeling he's gonna put up a stink in the off season. I don't think this guy messes around like Debo. I think Debo is a likable, smiling, easy to easy to root for, easy to forgive type of 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 uh, personality. Um, this is my boy Raj, by the way. Go follow Raj RSF Forty Niners. This is his uh, tweet here. Go follow him on Instagram. Three hundred fifty plus thousand people can't be wrong. Um, Sauce Gardner. I, you know, he's at least backing Ayuk and saying Ayuk needs to get the bag, essentially, with this right here. I just want to know why the Niners won't sign Ayuk. If they're going to do it, why not do it now? Why create animosity between the fan base and, and Ayuk? It doesn't make any sense. Um, go follow Raj. Fields, we talked about this yesterday, so I'm briefly going to say that Fields has not scrubbed his social media yet. I guess I should look at Fields' social media and see if it changed between. Um, he did make it so you can't tag him, I believe. Justin Fields. Oh, did no, hold on. No, he didn't scrub it. He didn't scrub it. Um, he's got Chicago Bears still in the title. Same thing as you see right there, Atlanta. Not Atlanta's because that's his hometown. He wants to be there. Um, I think he wants to be in Atlanta. I think he wants to be in Atlanta. That's not necessarily saying he wants to go to Atlanta. This is just him telling you, hey, my hometown, let's go. Or this is or my home. I'm homesick for Atlanta. Atlanta's where I, I Atlanta's where, where my heart is. That's what he's saying in his profile there. But if you search for the Bears on his social media, it reportedly doesn't come up. Well, no, I confirm this. It does not. This is my screenshot. On Twitter, reportedly, he he is still following the Bears. So take it with a grain of salt, but I do believe Fields is gone. I've heard other whispers and rumors that the Bears are going to make their in their their plan a little bit more public soon, and maybe really push trade conversations. So once that happens, we know it, we know it's done. This this rumor right here from uh, Bleacher, or no, for from uh, Br Gridiron, um, rumor Bleacher Report, Dak to reset. The QB market was 60 mil a year, which is kind of like, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to be extended or anything, but like, good Lord, this is a guy that like, right after their downfall, people were questioning whether he needed to be replaced. You know, it seems like we're doing this every off season too. Dak, he's great. He's great during the year. He's a great during the year. Oh, he sucks in the playoffs. Is he the problem? No, he's not the problem. Okay. Do we extend him? Smitty, don't you always do the cap space isn't real? Does that not pertain to the IU situation? It does to a degree. The, the The reason the cap isn't real, it's a good question, Young, is extending him a, and you have more cap space by extending him. That's a, that's a perfect example of why the cap is manipulated. Like you're going to give someone a big fat bag and they go down in price for 2024. That is the definition of the cap isn't real. You can move You can move stuff around like crazy. You can restructure. You can do a lot of upfront money, and so it's a good a good question. And the answer is there's ways to maneuver around it. But the one way for the Niners would be to take care of business upfront and get Ayuk inked to an extension, free up your money, so you know what you're doing and you you have time to go get players. The Niners are going to let free agency walk by. A lot of players get get get, get snagged, 
and then they're going to do their contract extension later. Uh, Dak to reset the market 60 mil, not saying he doesn't deserve to be extended, but does he deserve to reset the market? No. Again, this is a man that people were questioning after they lost their playoff game. Should he, is he the problem? Oh, he's not. Let's extend him. Let's give him 60 mil a year. It's just unreal. It's unreal. And a running back like Barkley is going to get nothing. Dak's going to get 60 mil a year. Barkley can't smith, uh, sniff half of that, you know, on a full deal. On a full contract, Kenneth Walker. Good news here. I like to. I like to see this about our boy Kenny, Kenny Walker. Uh, Kenneth Walker. Mike McDonald said the team would emphasize the run in 2024. That's good. Let's hope that Kenneth Walker gets totally unleashed. I, I, I have a feeling Pete Carroll was part of the the solution in terms of believing in him, but part of the problem in terms of volume. So I'm hoping that Kenneth Walker gets fed like a monster and becomes the guy we all thought he would really be in 2023. C-Mac is live. c appreciate your super chat. Um, we're here to talk a little Brandon Ayuk. Uh, can you explain to me why the Niner way is such a good way in terms of extending players when, as you just said, you can make Ayuk <laughs> cheaper. You can put your team in a great position to make off-season moves early on by, by getting this thing done early. Is there a reason? You can enlighten me. Um, yeah, it's a simple answer. Uh, the answer is no. There's not a good reason. I, I don't know exactly why. Uh, I think out of everything, the two biggest things that I noticed in this process is that when they, those guys do get signed, it absolutely they're not the same player that season. Having with Nick Bosa, having with Debo Samuel, both guys in those contract years had awful uh, showings. Nick Bosa, especially this year, he talked about it earlier on in the season. Uh, it's so yes, I don't understand why it's a thing. I have no good explanation. <laughs> I, I like to hear that you, that we're on the same page finally, because usually C Mac and I are not always on the same page. But it's not like a it, it, it's okay. Like that's the way our relationship is. But I I really I'm, I was really wondering if there was a like a reason, like oh because this you know the Niners do this, then they'll have actually more money to like I I I was wondering you know you've looked into the cap pretty strongly. I even put your thing yeah. up the other day. I sent you the clip of it, of talking about your breakdown of the Niners situation and that the Niners coming from C-Mac, very pro-Niner, always going at me for my negative Niner takes, says that the Niners, I think your quote was, uh, the Niners are, the front office has got a dreadful task ahead this offseason, yeah, I believe. Very is, dreadful. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't get what John Lynch is thinking, or Kyle, or, or anybody, Jed, anybody, Bra the, the Brass, everybody, why you would, A, not learn from your mistakes of, like you said, Bosa, Debo, dragged out, bad season to come. Like, Ayuk is going to probably have a lesser year than he would if you ex extend him later and he complains and is away from the team. And look, Brock and, Brock and Ayuk and Brock and everybody, they still got to build rapport. It's not like everything's perfect yet. Like, to have Ayuk right. missing for a majority of the offseason... Is going to be devastating. It's I don't understand this about your franchise. Yeah, I don't know. I noticed that uh, the front office likes to take it a step at a time. So when it's when it's free agency, we're fully into free agency. When it's draft time, we're fully into draft time. And then we, you know, you get to the summer, and it's like, all right, now we're going to extend our guys. I don't know if it's like we can't. Not that we can't multitask, but it's like it's like they take one thing on their plate at a time. 
they don't they don't multitask well. If, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I like yeah. Ayuk a lot. I, I think this is a no, little bit... No, Ayuk is... I'm going to say this, and people are going to be like, you're crazy. Ayuk, to me, in this offense, uh, a hell of a wide receiver. I'd say top five. One of the best round runners in the league, right? I mean, he's, like, coming up onto his prime and to where he's going to reach the max on the ceiling. And this kid could be one of the best wide receivers in the league. Uh, he... I'm telling you, when I see even with Debo... I feel like I use more valuable than Debo. People are going to tear their shirts with that because, you know, he does run the ball and he does catch the ball. But I don't know, man. you gotta you got to have that route runner, that guy that can create separation like I does. I use phenomenal, man. And but how, Debo, how, you know, he does have an injury. How how can he beat top five though in this offense with all these mouths to feed though? Like, I don't know. I think he had a, he had a really good year. I, I forget where he ranked. It was probably not that far off of. Not that far off, but but yeah, I'm just talking talent wise, not necessarily numbers. I mean, his numbers are you know good this year, but talent wise, I mean, route running and creating separation. I mean, you but know, how much is that? How much of that? How much of that is Debo making it easier for him? Uh, mm, Debo is barely seeing double coverage. Double, people are manning up on Debo. Debo gets open with his, or he gets his yardage with the yak, the bubble screen, that kind of stuff, the little slants over the middle. But creating separation and going downfield, I mean, you can look at some of Purdy's top throws, hey, uh, the Tampa game, deep downfield. Have you looked into the how many times uh, D, the number one D-back is on Debo versus Ayuk? Have you looked into that data? I'd be really curious. To um, know. No, I would imagine that, uh, you know, I mean, unless it's like a Sherman situation where a corner only plays a certain side of the field. Uh, but a following corner, I'm sure they're following Debo. So I, want, I wonder what Debo, if Debo was gone, how good Ayuk would be? I truly believe that. Yeah, I, I, that wouldn't be. It wouldn't be as. Uh, I don't think he'd be as good. I. I don't know. I also think that that Ronnie Bell, if you had to yeah. go in that direction, would would thrive. I really, I really think that part of it is a system, and I don't, I don't necessarily disagree that if Ayuk left, he wouldn't leave with the skills that the system created for him, and he and sculpted him into this guy. Uh, that, that he currently is. I'm not saying he would fall apart or, or turn into a pumpkin. I think that the system could regenerate a lot of what's going on with Ayuk with Ronnie Bell. I like Ronnie yeah, Bell Yeah, Ronnie a lot. Bell's kind of, he's kind of in the doghouse right now. He has uh, Why? a pretty big problem with drop, drop passes, man. Drop passes, and he was also a uh, return. return. Um, he had a couple of fumbles. And uh, that's why Debo went back there on the kick returns. It's just, it's, he's in the doghouse, man. He's the answer. Kind of been a, a problem. That's why you, Jawan Jennings is you know, been that guy. You know who was in the doghouse also? Ayuk at one, one point. So <laughs> maybe it's a good place to be. Yeah. Maybe it motivates right. you. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but thanks for calling in. Thanks for the super chat. And uh, good luck to you this offseason, my guy. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I, uh, let me let me ask you this last question. I've, Percentage. I feel like I want to say this. I feel like somebody in the top eight of our contract is going to be moved. The, the, the top eight contracts are so loaded, I don't know how they're going to keep all these guys and then sign the other, whatever, 43 other people that it is with like $28 million in spend. Yes, they're going to restructure contracts, but me and Vlad talk about it all the time. You can't just keep kicking the can down the road. That's going to catch up with you. And it's, We're literally at that point. Next year, especially when we got to extend Brock, we're definitely going to be a problem. So let me ask you a question. Odds percentage that you that you, that the Niners trade one of Debo or Ayuk? You don't have to give me the the wide receiver. What is what is the percentage chance that one of them's gone? Eh, I'd say twenty. That's because, high though. 
Yeah, I, it is high, but I would say because Debo is due to make 28 mil. I mean, somebody in the, like I said, somebody in this top eight to ten contract has got to get moved. I don't understand. Like you can restructure money, but how how much how many contracts can you restructure to create enough money to sign a whole a whole roster? So I, I don't know. Somebody's gonna get moved. I'd say it's high just because I feel like somebody's gonna lose that top. Which- uh, would you take as a Niner decision maker, and you could hit the button yes or no right now, and it's all on you. If the Buffalo mm-hmm. Bills said we'll we'll give you twenty eight overall for Debo, would you take it? Twenty eight, no way. Really? You, you just yeah. yeah, man. It's got to be higher. This guy, this guy, what you just went through with the whole contract situation, that whole off season of BS that he put you through. To get a but Cmac, nah, but Cmac, how how much was Christian McCaffrey? I'm yeah, not, well, that's Carolina in a rebuild. I know, but that, I know it's rebuilding. not. I, I know it's not right because I disagree with the valuation of players and draft picks. I, I'm a big sure. advocate of of you know smacking some of these these decision makers across the the back of the head and saying you know pay up, go get Debo, offer the twenty eight. But I can pretty much, I can pretty much guarantee that not anybody, not a lot of people would give up the twenty eight for Debo. Just because of the way the the market is set for players versus picks, I, I okay. So you you obviously wouldn't give up by Uke for the twenty eight because knowing the contract no, and I, all that. Yeah, wow. I have a lot of value in Ayuk. I'm telling that's, you, man. Ayuk, I have high, a lot bro. of value in Ayuk. The way he gets open the route running, I love it. Uh, I tell you, a lot of the fan base, you know, on social media is all all for trading Debo Samuel. Uh, <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. His injuries are a thing, and then also too, there's just times where he doesn't show up. Against Philly, had a great game. It's like the, it's like the Dallas games, the Philly game. He shows up, but you know, I, I don't know. I Man, also 20. too, you'd have to you have to worry about what that does in the locker room because Debo is such a well, such I, a. Uh, l- let me say this: that that I think you're probably not far off base as to where the Niners value Debo. But I think it's yeah. off base with where everybody else is. So, like, if the Niners are like, let's let's look into maybe trading Debo, they're not going to be happy with the answers because I doubt you're getting, like, this would be a tough sell, them uh, uh, Buffalo to give up the twenty eight. So if you're expecting more than that, and I expect Kyle Shanahan to expect more than that, and I don't think you're going to get yeah. it. Like, no, no one's giving yeah. up anything higher than that. But man, I think that contract number is the obstacle. That's that's crazy. Twenty eight. I, I I think twenty eight would yeah. be a lot. D- D- yeah. D- Debo's older. I don't know, man. All right. Yeah, hey. That's what I'm saying, all right. C Mac. Appreciate you. Call back if you got anything else to add on the topic. All right, man. All right, later. C Mac. Go follow him on Instagram. C Max. Forty nine or fire. It's right on screen here. C Max forty nine or fire. Um. Let me go back to that screen right here. Go follow him. C Max with an S. 49er fire on 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 IG. He's doing good things on there. Like I said, a little, little controversial if you like that kind of thing. So go do it. Go do it live. If you like the boss horn, you like him. All right. Uh, Josh Jacobs, this piece of news. Uh, ESPN reporter believes Josh Jacobs would be a good fit with the Dallas Cowboy offense. This goes back to, you know, our whole Barkley, Henry, and Jacobs board and trying to predict where these players could land. And, uh, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, Jacobs has an opportunity to maybe go in, in to Baltimore, to Philly, to 
Probably not Buffalo or Cincy, but they would be smart to pursue one of these three running backs. I just don't know if the Bengals will be smart enough to to go to go get one of them. The Chargers, I could see. Houston, I could see. I mean, really, Jacobs fits everywhere on the screen. He's younger, so it makes sense for all the teams involved. Barkley makes sense for all the teams involved. Henry doesn't make sense for all the teams involved, but you could almost make it fit. You know, you could almost say Buffalo, why not go for a run? You could almost say Bengals, you know, maybe a short-term situation, but go for it. Develop, you know, Brown and, and see if uh, if maybe Chase Brown can be the guy. But you bring in Henry right now. Philadelphia, they'd be super smart to bring in Derrick Henry. But will they? I don't know. It, it, it's tough to say. Tough to say. But that, that news is out there and um, ESPN's smoke is, is pointing toward the Cowboys. So we'll find out, you know, how true that is. That's all the news as of right now, and, and real quickly, just to touch on the Kenneth Walker thing. Again, hopefully Kenneth Walker gets used in a massive way this year and, and becomes the... And everyone's going to de- debate whether he's going to do it. Like Everyone's going to kind of run away from it. And I'll be honest, like even me, I'm a little apprehensive about spending high draft capital. And, I, and when I see him, I'm like, okay, maybe I'll wait around because of the way it didn't necessarily work out, but it wasn't Walker's fault. It was volume. It was a volume concern. I I have a feeling that if we're smart about drafting Kenneth Walker this year, we cuff him to Zach Charbonnet with a new coach and a new potential, you know, system in a, in a way, or at least approach to the run game. We're going to see Kenneth Walker do some big things. So I'm excited about Kenneth Walker. Appreciate everybody in the building right now. Golf in the house, Hob G in the building. Uh, we've got how many people in the building right now? We've got 133 people. Punch the thumb up button if you haven't already. So we fired the boss horn off about two, three, four, on uh, about five times. And we haven't lost, lost viewers. You know, we've got 133. Maybe we would have 145 if I didn't fire off the boss horn. But I don't know. I don't think anybody made a strong enough case to take it away. And I even asked Miss Smitty. I said, you know what? I've got about five, six complaining Caleb's and complaining Karen's in the chat. No offense to anybody that said, you know, this is hard for me. I've got a family. I've got a, a job. I'm trying to listen to you. And this boss horn's going off. Miss Smitty had every opportunity to say, yeah, probably a good idea. So that she didn't hear it in the middle of the night. And you know what Miss Smitty said? In a, a sack up type of way. She said, why don't you pull your audience and see what they think? Because... Who cares what three or four or five people say that are loud? Do what the majority want. Do what's going to be best for the show, not what's best for 10 people that make it feel like it's best for everybody. And then you're you're hitting all of them. Miss Smitty said, sack up. She could have said, take it away so I can sleep good at night. But didn't do that. She's looking out for the show. So Miss Smitty to the moon. That's the moon good uh i was pretty proud of her i was like that's it you know what i was expecting to be like yeah take it away take the boss run away just get rid of it quorum is overrated says hot prime i agree with you to some degree if quorum went to lac i think his coach whether he's overrated or not would use the hell out of him so quorum's landing spot is very his landing spot will will make him very dependent uh or his fantasy value is very dependent on his landing spot 100 percent I'm not a huge Blake Corm guy. I made that abundantly clear. I actually called him a big avoid walking into last year's draft when he was expected to maybe declare for the NFL draft and forego, and he decided to return. And therefore, I said, well, let's see what he does for another year. He did improve. He did absolutely get better. Um, 
yeah, Miss Miss Mini also got a new iPhone. Um, I, I I said, hey, if we up the twenty dollar haulers to a hundred during the eleven p.m. Eastern on, you know, so if anybody drops a twenty dollar hauler eleven p.m. on, I don't fire the boss horn off. That was negotiated with Miss Mitty, but it doesn't matter if it's three a.m. Doesn't matter if it's two a.m. It moves from twenty to a hundred during the eleven p.m. on time frame. So if it's three a.m. and someone drops a hundred dollar hauler, I fire I fire the boss horn off. And she doesn't complain. I don't know. I don't know. Dial in. Anybody want to call real quick? Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Dial in. Dial in, dial in. This is a new Prime, by the way. It's called Cherry Freeze. I don't know. It's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I got a case of it. I've been I've been liking it. I, I think my the, the Ice Pop is still the best one, but this one's pretty good. Yep. Um, boss horn is all good. Thank you, Matto. Appreciate you. Anybody else have a question? Dial in real quick. I mean, the news is pretty straightforward today. It's a lot of good news, though. A lot of information. A lot of stuff to kick around. Fields is still, in my opinion, going to Washington or Atlanta or maybe an aggressive Denver move. Maybe another team's going to get in the mix. There are a lot of teams that are going to be in the mix for, for the Justin Fields sweepstakes, no doubt about it. Minnesota is going to be potentially a name you hear. Denver, like I said. LV, probably not because Getsy was the OC in Chicago who failed to develop Fields, and he goes to LV, so why would LV bring him in? You never know, though. New Orleans, don't know if they're they're going to do that, but they, they should, Fields. Uh, uh, Seattle would be phenomenal, but they're they're they decided to roll with Dino again. Although they still could draft a quarterback like Penix Jr. and I think that that's probably the idea. The Washington OC Grub coming over to Seattle to be the new Seattle Seahawks OC means that he's going to be taking Penix Jr. at some point in this draft. I think Seattle because Grub's going to want his guy. Um, I don't think he'll necessarily make the decision. That's why it may or may not work out, but. And Seattle passes on him, but I think Penix Jr. to 16 would be phenomenal to play with his OC. His, his just his OC just had in Washington is now in Seattle, which is fantastic. Uh, Indianapolis is um, we've talked about this a lot. My favorite uh, potential. We got Bruce on the phone. My favorite potential Bowers or neighbors or Adunze or obviously Marvin Harrison Jr. If they were to trade up, hey Bruce. I gotta hey, say, buddy. I gotta say, your mom knocked it out of the park. If anybody hasn't seen it, the Bruce's mom sent me a clip. I've already doctored it up. Bruce, hang tight real quick. Let me play for the audience in the chat the the Get Bijan clip that your mother sent me that is remarkable, and then I want to hear how she likes it. Okay, here it is. We interrupt this program to bring you a special message from the Bruce's mother. She did a phenomenal job, Bruce. Uh, what are have you showed a tour? I think you said you did, but let's get the natural reaction. Did you show a tour? And what did she say? I did, and she started laughing and smiling. Made her smile. Did, did, did you also tell your mother, I don't know if she's watching right now, that 
I consider to put your earmuffs on real quick, Bruce. I consider her to be the most knowledgeable football member of your family. <laughs> to Saturn. Uh, Bruce, what can I do for you, pal? You can take your earmuffs uh, off. This comes from my mother. She said, what if the Falcons, instead of going for fields, what if they went for rocks? Hey, I've talked about that. That's that's like a, a worst case, you know, scenario to play out. Like that's an upgrade. If Russell Wilson's throwing to London, we saw what he could do with Sutton. I'm not I'm not hating it. Do I like Russ do I like Fields a ten ten times better, especially long term, especially like Super Bowl contending wise? Like, yeah. Do I think Russell Wilson brings the Falcons into a Super Bowl kind of conversation? Probably not. But fantasy-wise, I, I really don't mind it. Could they make the playoffs with Russell Wilson? Absolutely. Would they win multiple playoff games with Russell Wilson? Maybe, but probably I would say let's temper expectations till we see, you know, how good Russell Wilson fits into that scheme. But that is a very, very solid from a fantasy football mindset, like backup plan if Fields doesn't go to Atlanta, if they don't get the balls to take Penix Jr., or they don't get, you know, a, a move up to get JD5 or something like that. And I don't. I, I don't mind it. All right. What else? Good. What about good? If Kirk goes there, Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Make Drake London. Good. Uh, Drake London get JJ numbers. Uh, I don't know if he has JJ numbers, but he's definitely a top six to ten wide receiver with Kirk Cousins. I don't know how long Kirk Cousins is going to play. Um, it certainly could be a couple years. I don't think he'll sign a big fat contract and walk after a year. But will he be? Will he be solid for three or four years? I don't know. Will he be good for two years? Yeah. Could they win a Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins? You know, I, I'm not going to say no. I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, I really think they will. But I certainly can't. I also can't say no. Like, the Falcons are so talented. I think we're all brainwashed in 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 a little bit of a, a PTSD, uh, you know, with what the Falcons have and what they're capable of. Like, we all kind of just view the Falcons as this, I don't know, maybe it'll turn around a situation when it's literally one of the best teams in the National Football League that has no, like, it's like one of the best vehicles, engine, uh, you know, uh, a body frame, everything, and, it, and the car has no tires or wheels. It's like, how can it drive? And when you look at it sitting there, as marvelous as it looks, you're thinking this is a worthless vehicle like that's what it is and i think we all just kind of assume that all the parts now the amazing frame the amazing engine is all good but not as amazing as we once thought it's not brand new and shiny anymore so we're kind of ignoring it overlooking it and when you slip some wheels and some tires on that bad boy and all of a sudden it's revving its engine to go everybody should be going like this that that thing is going to take off but instead people are like ah eh, we'll see so, like, you put Kirk Cousins in the offense, everybody's going to take a we'll-see approach when, really, if we weren't absolutely abused by Arthur Smith for a year, I think we'd be looking at it completely different. We're all a little brainwashed and, and have a little PTSD. I, I really think Kirk Cousins would be amazing there. I don't, again, I don't think they're better than they would be with Fields, but, I mean, it's, it's a good team. It's a playoff contending team, no doubt about it. How far do they go? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No, I'm good. Like I said, when uh, the thing that she said that uh, you 
you were right about was that if the Bears say it's a first rounder or nothing, that the Falcons would just give up their pick and say, just give us field. Who said that? My mother, when I asked you that one time, if the Bears said, give us a first round pick or we're keeping them. And you were like, oh, the Falcons would do that. I, you know, I said that, I said that, but we're seeing a lot of reports that refute that. I don't know. Like everyone's going to say no way the Falcons give up the nine overall for fields. And I'm not saying that that would necessarily happen straight up, but when you look at it as a move down, you know, it's different than surrendering the first rounder. If the Falcons move the eight down to the second round, then and they get fields. I mean, it's something that like I'm just telling you as a as a GM or decision maker, if it was the difference of me getting fields and not getting fields, of course I would negotiate, push it to the limit, try and actually, you know, steal fields away. But if it was the difference of moving my nine down my eight overall down to the second round to get Justin Fields, if push came to shove, I would do it. And I know some people are going to disagree, but are you disagreeing because that's how you really feel? Or are you disagreeing because the NFL has trained you into thinking players are not worth draft picks? Because if, if, if you believe Fields isn't worth moving from the eight to the second round, not giving up the eight overall, you're moving the eight to the second round. If you don't think Fields is worth that, I got a Christian McCaffrey to sell you for a second, a third, and a fourth round pick. Isn't that what McCaffrey went for? It was like a second, a third, and a fourth. Uh, unbelievable that Christian McCaffrey, no other team decided to go get Christian McCaffrey. And we're still okay with the way everybody value, evaluates player values comparatively to draft picks. Get out of here. Christian McCaffrey was worth the first rounder. No doubt about it. But the Niners walked yeah. in and probably barely wanted to pay that too. Walked in and like, well, we'll take it for this. And so I, whether I'm right or wrong, I I'm telling you, I would not allow my franchise to go down the road that doesn't have Justin Fields because I'm worried about overpaying. And you might say I'm a bad GM or good thing. You're not the GM Smitty. I get that comment about four or five times a video when I have this discussion and I don't care. I overpay. If you think moving down from eight to the second round is overpaying for Justin Fields, then again, I, I, you know, fine, fine, but, but the good news, Bruce, is if they don't get a fields trade done, they don't get Kirk Cousins, they still got Penix Jr., they still got Bo Nix, they still have a chance to get JD5, I think JD5 increases in value to the tune of the number one or number two overall pick, but maybe they trade up, I don't know, McCarthy, uh, look, McCarthy's 10 times better than Ritter, you know, and McCarthy without Arthur Smith is 10 times better than that so as much as I don't love McCarthy he's still light years ahead of what they had so I'll take it but I you know I think Nick's is very good I think I think people are sleeping on Bo Nick's man this guy's a little got a little Patrick Mahomes to him his ability to scramble and get out of a sticky situation is crazy go watch some footage go YouTube Bo Nick's highlights watch this guy get out of trouble and improvise and, and make Patrick Mahomes type decisions it's pretty crazy how nobody's on the Bo Nick's train I don't get it I don't get it at all I know Harbaugh's on the McCarthy train you what? I said Harbaugh's on the McCarthy uh, train 
Yeah, you got to wonder, like, if, if, you know, as much as we're hearing about how much McCarthy loves, or Harbaugh loves McCarthy, and I know he's trying to pimp his guy, like, you know, hey, somebody needs to take him, he should go number one overall. That's dumb. No one's taking McCarthy number one overall. You know, Harbaugh, get real. But the fact that this guy's so enamored with him, if I was the Raiders, if I was the Broncos, if I was the Vikings, if I was the Seahawks, if I was the Falcons, I would be on the phone just tempting um, Harbaugh over and over and over and saying, look, go get McCarthy. He'll be there at five. Go get McCarthy. Give us Herbert. No, we're I'm, I've been brought in to, to, you know, create this new, you know, system and, and groom Herbert. I'll give, I'll give you the eight overall and a future first rounder. I give the eight overall and a future first rounder for Justin Herbert. If I'm the Atlanta Falcons, you give the Atlanta Falcons McCarthy and neighbors. You know, if you believe in McCarthy, if Harbaugh believes in McCarthy, why wouldn't he do that? A future first rounder and the number eight, if he loves McCarthy so much. I would give up the world. If I was the Minnesota Vikings, I would give up the 11 and a future first rounder. But the problem is McCarthy might not last to 11, so the Minnesota Vikings are kind of not in the best shape to make that move. But the Falcons could probably do it. I think McCarthy... I mean, McCarthy might fall to 11. You you know, the only problem is you're putting yourself in a pinch, though. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. They would take him at 5. They would take him at 5. They would take him at 5. This would be Odunze, then. So, yeah, I was confusing myself. <laughs> um, If... if if you are the Vikings and you trade the 11 in the future first for Justin Herbert, you tell Harbaugh to go draft his boy, McCarthy, even though I'm not saying I like that. I'm just saying this is what I'd do. If I was a GM, I'd be on, I'd literally be texting him until he blocked my number. I'd be like, hey, it's Minnesota again. <laughs> what do you think about this? Yeah, I Look, I don't want to do it. I was brought in to, to, to mature and bring Herbert along. What about... If I throw, I'd be that annoying trader in your league that just doesn't stop. And I'd be, what if I gave you a third rounder and a future first rounder and the 11 for Justin Herbert? I'd get it done. <laughs> Herbert to JJ? Get out of here. Get, get out of here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that would deserve a boss one if that happened. Oh, I mean, come on, Her, uh, Herbert to I would just be call. I would be I would be telling I would draft Blake Corum, and then and then call him up. I'd draft McCarthy and Blake Corum if I if I was the Vikings, and then call him up and go, Hey, I got two guys, Blake Corum and McCarthy, and a future second rounder for Justin Herbert. I let it all ride on the fact that I I could convince Harbaugh to just do it at the end of the day. Good God. Uh, Hung like Hernandez is celebrating his 14-month membership. Trade Chase for the 1.2 and 1.3. I have the 1.1. Trade Jamar Chase for the 1.2 and 1.3. Woo! So, you're talking about a Dunze and Neighbors for Jamar Chase. As much as I love those two wide receivers, I can't trade Jamar Chase. He's a proven product. I, I like Neighbors a lot. I love Adunze a lot. It's not a bad move. 
If you're rebuilding and you can't win with Jamar Chase, I suppose you maybe think about it. Uh, does the chat agree or disagree? Would you rather have Hadunze and Neighbors or Jamar Chase? He's got the 1.1, so he's going to have Marvin Harrison Jr. anyway. I oh, think I'll I, take Chase. Yeah, I think, I think because you got MHJ and Chase, I, I would be happy with that. I'm sure your wide receiver three is not hurting that bad. I don't think I'd do it. Herbert never, ever getting traded $127 million dead cap money, says da- Daddy Dennis. Um, is that... Oh, I gotta run, Smitty. All right, hey, Bruce, appreciate you. What does that look yep. like after June, though? But that that doesn't really help matters because you got to draft McCarthy then and do a, do a pink, you know, pinky promise. <laughs> we'll trade later. We'll trade later. All right, uh, R- Roman Neighbors says one vote. Is it super flexes, Theo? I, I don't know. I don't know that it changes my mind. Well, maybe maybe it does. Because then if you need a quarterback badly, you could get Caleb and neighbors. So I guess if it's a super flex. But it doesn't necessarily change my mind if my quarterbacks are solid. If you've got good quarterback play, then it doesn't change my mind. If you have no quarterbacks, then you have a, finally have a chance to get like a quarterback. And it would be JD5 for me. But you could get JD5 and Caleb and Marvin Harrison Jr. if you had no quarterback. So it's a good point if it's super flex. All right, guys. Appreciate you all. Thank you for being here. Um, hit that subscribe button on the way out the door. Uh, we'll be live tonight, probably on Rumble. We haven't done Rumble in a couple days, so we need to do a Rumble show. I'll see you all later. Appreciate you all. We'll leave it on, on this note. We'll leave it with uh, the Bruce's mother. We interrupt this program to bring you a special message from the Bruce's mother. Legend has it, if you say St. Brown three times in the dark in the bathroom, you will immediately lose your league. Live Monday through Friday, like this show, 8 p.m. Eastern, every single Monday through Friday. See you all later. I'll be live later tonight. Gonna go get some Chipotle. I'll be live on Rumble, maybe the Dynasty channel, maybe the main channel, depends. See you all later. Chipotle time.